Hello, this is Improvised Radio Theatre with Dice, with me, Michael Kuehl. And me, Roger Bell West. And this uh, month, what are we talking about this month, Roger? Clever characters. Characters cleverer than you. How can you play them? Are there any characters cleverer than me? Don't answer that. Also, the, the assumption of the table. Quite a lot of games say, well, obviously you're all sitting around a table, but what happens when you're not? And, well, in our case, we do a podcast. And also, we'll be talking about the law, uh, whether it is or whether it is not an ass. Um, and whether if it were an ass, it would be any better than it is at the moment. And how we use it in games. But first, Roger wants to say something. Well, we, I'd like to say thank, thank you to Robert Wolfe, who, who has donated to our tip jar. If you would, you would like to be thanked on air, you can do this too. PayPal.me slash RogerBW. We're very grateful, sir. God bless you. And also, uh, we mentioned from time to time uh, the contents of the bundle of holding, which uh, sends us um, details of their uh, things and um, a free access. We have to mention that. This time, it's not something we're leaping towards. It's a well, furry it, it, game. It, it, it's, it's pretty much the opposite of the games we leap towards, and that, that in itself makes it at least mildly intriguing. Yeah. Uh, this is Iron Claw, which also apparently includes Jade Claw. Um, pe- people speak quite highly of the system, which is basically you have a pool of different-sided dice, you roll them all together for a particular thing, and then you take the highest value and compare it with another value. It's not open-ended, so it doesn't have the Savage Worlds probability problem. Yeah. I think that that is a probability opportunity myself. Yeah. I, it, it seems like you know fairly standard fantasy with 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 sentient animals. Yeah, but are we are we in too much of a rut? Should should we should we say, well, hang on a minute, let's actually give this a try? We possibly should, but I think we're possibly not going to. I I don't get it myself. This is one of the things I do not get. But we we commend it to your attention in case you are one of those persons who gets furry animals as a thing no yeah onward it's quite straightforward to play somebody dumber than yourself um somebody of limited intellect and it's great comic fun um, and there, there's that you know, element of irony in role-playing again. Uh, but it is hard to do more than you can do. If you've got a sword, if your character has a sword and you don't know one end from the other, it doesn't matter, it's subsumed. But you're, play- you're broadly familiar with the class of things that a sword can be used for. Um, uh, bottles? And, uh, that, and that's fine. But how do you play somebody... Who is cleverer than you are? How do you how do you go about simulating Sherlock Holmes, for instance? I have one very simple trick for this, which is cheat. Uh, specifically, uh, take longer to think about than they do. All right, because well, one one can get into models of intelligence here, but I think it would be fair to say that at least one of the characteristics of a superior intelligence is that it will come up with, a, with in, in the same span of time, it will come up with a better solution, but that might simply be it will come up with the same solution but not take as long over it as somebody less clever. Hmm. Yes. 
So if I have time to think about what a character is going to be doing, mm. I, I use that time. And I, I, I um, keep keep the campaign running in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, take advantage of a break when I go to the loo, or, or anything like that, to get a bit of extra time, mull things over while other stuff's going on. Mm-hmm. And then when, you know, five, five seconds later in game time and five minutes later in real time, I've had plenty of time to think about whatever it is. Yeah, but speed isn't the only f- uh, function of intelligence. It's also depth. It's yes, but 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 is a depth cap some something that one can rely on um, simulating in the first place? And I'm I'm not aware of any system which requires um, players to come up with with stupider ideas mm. other than specific disadvantages. That. Yeah, true. The but the no, I think this is this is a lot more difficult than. It looks. It's possible to simulate a brilliant character if you're the GM, and you can set things up in advance the way um, that Doyle did for Sherlock Holmes. That always feels a bit like cheating to me. It is uh, cheating. Yes, one can. But it's uh, but, by, by but, cheating, I mean, of course, the sort of cheating I don't do, which is therefore bad. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, but you, which is why this sort of character really ought to be. Um, Really ought to be um, an NPC most of the time. I yeah, but I I think particularly in GURPS, I think a lot of us have probably played characters who are theoretically quite a lot smarter than we are. Yeah, and you can you can play the um, you can play the uh, social aspect of uh, of a genius. Usually, the nowadays the fashion seems to be to play them as obnoxious. At least to some degree or other. Well, that, that that's because people in, people in Hollywood um, work work on a character point economy. Mm. If, if you put the points into intelligence, you must have paid for them with the, with disadvantages. Yeah, uh, and which is the reason they couldn't make the Green Lantern movie because they couldn't write about a character whose primary characteristic is his courage. They had to give him flaws, well, not even courage, his lack of fear. And they had to give him flaws and therefore make him uninteresting. Uh, mm. if, you're not, if, you're, if you're going to do something, do it according to the legend and don't faff about, you bloody lousy scriptwriters, <laughs> working for hire and not, not giving a damn about that. I'm terribly sorry. I, you, you, I you mean the way the original writers were? The original writers were... Working for hire, having no rights in their creations. It's also true. Well, at least, the, uh, but they did try for consistency, if not always, you know, good writing. Uh, yeah, um, the uh, but whether you own it or not, you ought to have respect for it. My my feeling is that if I have enough time to think about something, I, I will I will um, not be limited in complexity. Uh, at least that I've noticed. Yeah, but i I come back to I come back to the issue of depth. The times I felt really intelligent at the at the role-playing table or anywhere else for that matter is when I've seen the thing as a whole and suddenly understood what was going on and could tie it in with other other people uh, and, and see what other, what was playing to me wasn't play, wasn't playing to other people yeah, I, I I did get a complaint by the, about this uh, from Simon Burley at Stabcon, 
saying they'd come into one of his games, swanned right, right, right through all the cliches and seen the plot um, intact right from the start, which was, I must admit, a bit of a dick move, but it, but it did seem to be the thing to well, do. Were you not supposed to be solving the plot? Yeah, no, I, 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 I think I may have used um, genre awareness to an obnoxious degree. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Simon. You got a nice system there. I might, uh, yeah, sorry. Sh- shame you walked into it. Yeah, crash, bang, all of. But the, on the the times I've I've seen the pattern of something, uh, and I don't think you can simulate that. Well, I think that is an enjoyable enough experience that one wouldn't necessarily want to, because obviously you could have a game in which you you say I'm looking for clues, and, and the GM says, "Here is a clue, and it means this." Yeah. Um, but that's not as much fun to play as the, working it out for oneself, yeah, in, in the, spite of the fact that it might be a more realistic role-playing experience. Yeah, intuition in GURPS is something we've talked about before, and hmm. which is attempting to simulate this sort of thing, but doesn't do an emotionally satisfying job of it. Yes, but one could do the same thing just by saying a character has a very, very high forensic science skill. Hmm. Yeah. And there would similarly be, here. here is this bit of stuff that the machine has spat out and it says 17 rather than 12. And that means... And, and because of your skill, you know it means X. But there comes a point where, where the GM has to, has to stop saying this means X because it, at least some of the fun for players in an investigative game is putting the stuff together themselves. It is true. Um, now, what one could do, of course, is uh, handicap the uh, NPCs by comparison. Hmm. So you get you get your PCs run to the best of their players' ability, and and then you you, you scale the uh, NPCs' intelligence to so, match. So um, so the player characters are are, are Sherlock Holmes, and uh, and the best that the NPCs get to be is Inspector Gregson, or the occasional Moriarty. But the point the point is the 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 person who is the equivalent of Holmes will act as smart as the person who is playing Holmes. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, that is unfortunate. There, there are some brilliant uh, role players out there, even amongst my friends. Um, but they, I don't, I'm not going to name names because it was their heads become swollen. But yeah, that that sort of as depicted transcendent putting all the pieces together genius is. It may even be a. Uh, it may even be. Uh, a game killer because this is a collaborative thing mostly hmm. uh, solo games one on one are extremely rare I really like to get the chance to run uh, some Cthulhu Confidential hmm. someday with someone to see how it plays it seems to me that if you have the group discussion with, ev- with everybody throwing things in and then somebody says aha it must fit together like this then that is sufficiently satisfying that one can forgive a certain loss of simulation I feel, I feel it's 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 even more satisfying when they do that and they're wrong. Well, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I. It's it's unsatisfying. I gave I gave my uh, my players in the Stargate VR game a uh, bang skills, the ludicrously lo- uh, broad ranging yep. uh, GURP skills. Uh, like archaeologist and science, mm-hmm. um, and it was unsatisfying because I could make them roll that for anything that their character needed to do, and details sort of got 
lost in the way, especially that's the way I feel about Hero Quest, to be honest. Yeah, and and it's it was unsatisfying, especially given that the scientist was that wasn't uh, a person with a deep interest in science, and this was possibly a mistake. I look. Um, a, ca- a player should be able to generate their characters own Chrome and appreciate mm. uh, the different. If you're playing an archaeologist, you should uh, appreciate the dis- difference between um, Babylonian and Chal- Chaldean, or if there is a difference, I don't know if there, if there is one, or uh, or um, Roman and Etruscan. I do know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm playing a safe cracker at the moment in, in, in a um, 1930s. And I, I have certain key phrases I can drop in, mm. which are basically thing, things he mutters while he's working on the safe. They don't need, actually need to mean anything. They are actually accurate safe tracking jargon. Mm. But the, the point is, this is a guy who says weird sounding things. Yeah. But uh, if, I, if I've got a player who knows enough about the subject to take an interest, they will give me a lot of stuff and I'll just nod and say yes yes that's exactly how it must work <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not convinced that there's there's a there's a good solution to this problem but obviously get cleverer spend your XP yeah yeah I, 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 unfortunately at the moment I'm spending XP on not aging and not on becoming brighter mm. yeah I really I really should have invested in longevity at, at an earlier stage of my career it's so much more expensive then yeah, I know. There's this discount for longevity when you're not going to live very long. Hmm. Onwards. We mentioned last time uh, the difference that the environment you're playing in can make, especially and specifically, the difference between playing around a table and playing in other social arrangements. And I think we should uh, come back to this and see what we can drag up, drag up about the best ways to exploit and uh, which works best for what sort of game. There are certainly games where it is very clear that the authors assumed people would be playing around a table. Uh, Torg is the earliest example of this that comes to mind. And currently, uh, currently I have Paranoia that does with a lot of uh, props and cards and things like that. Most things you can, um, you, can, uh, you can pass a piece of paper or a book around and say, here, this looks like that. But there are some things you want on the table. Well, I think there, there are three stages here. There's okay. sitting around a table... There is the thing that, in my experience, is more common as we've grown up a bit, and that is sitting around somebody's room, yeah. not necessarily all at a table. And there is playing in part or in whole over a video link. I've got to say, the best thing that, about a table is focus. Even if you're not using maps or figures, everybody's seated up facing in the same direction and um, looking at what other people are doing. It doesn't seem to stop some people playing on their phones, but uh, as far as I'm concerned, rude rude people are going to be rude whatever you do. Hmm. But uh, turning it in, it sort of gives a shape to the social social occasion. It's got the memory of all the, the meals and 
all the board games we've ever played <laughs> built into it. And therefore, and therefore that sort of constrains and brings into itself um, the, uh, the, the whole... It, it's, a, it's a more con, constrained social contract. And as, as people have remarked far too often, constraint upon art is some of what makes it great. You know. hmm. I'm not sure I've ever felt that. I, I may simply not be noticing Though I, I know people, some people have um, gone to great trouble to dress a room and get appropriate props and wall hangings yeah, that, and all that, 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 sort of that, thing. That, that, that's something that's above and beyond the call of duty. But, uh, with but that... and, and st- looking first, first at just the effects of rules on this, um, mm. when I first played Torg, uh, we were passing cards around a room, and even that was moderately awkward. This, this was somebody's bedroom, so we were reasonably mm. close together, but not really around a table. Um, Watson Hall have played quite a bit of Savage Worlds mm-hmm. as a um, game over Google Hangouts, and I, you, you've been involved in, in the one we've had with one remote yeah. player. Even even that's quite fiddly because every round of uh, of a fight scene, everybody gets a card. Yeah, and people have piles of uh, of uh, chips for what are they called? Bennies. Bennies. Um which is not the association. I make that, but with that, but I'm boring and old. Mm. Um, and lived through the Falklands War. I wasn't thinking of that one either. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, keeping keeping track of a, of a stack of points is not too hard. We we did mm. the same thing with uh, Genesis, um, play playing that uh, online, and that just means everybody has a stack of points and has them in their pile and then moves them away when they're spent. That that's easy. Mm. When when it's things things like a card that is going to be changing all the time, or indeed when it gets really difficult, mm. and th- this comes back to paranoia, is passing notes. Yes, theoretically, actually, no. Theoretically, if the setup online is um, is good enough, then that becomes a much friendlier um, environment for passing notes, all forms of secret communication. Up to a point, yeah. I, I've been talking about uh, Hangouts because that's what we use, and, mm-hmm. and I know there are people who game over Skype as well. Um, I've always I've looked at Roll20 occasionally, but it's always seemed like far too much complication and work, mm. particularly in favour of things that I basically don't do very much. Um, and it, it, It's focused on the battle map. Yeah. And uh, I've done sketches of, you know, this is the shape of the room or whatever, mm-hmm. but I don't remember the last time I actually used a, a map. To say how far you, you know, here is how far you can move and where the fight's happening. Yeah, well, I, I can remember that far back, which is about a fortnight. <laughs> um, but I'm playing uh, Rinquest Glorantha on Wednesdays, and sometimes the fights in there get get a little old fashioned. Um, I am still not using all the mechanics. I'm not being very good about strike ranks tracking, to be honest. Uh, but and I bought that nice new um, uh, wooden uh, 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 strike. Strike rank tracker as well. Ooh, shiny, time. yeah, it's going to need replacing because I've busted it. Um, the the point being that what was the point? Well, yeah, so, so, I, some, right. some you're, you're going on about this. maps, map, maps on. Yeah, but on the other hand, I would like very much to have if I were doing that sort of thing on a regular basis, um, a dice roller, um, a thing for keeping track of points on the screen, so I can. See what's happening. I, 
I, I must admit, I don't really see the appeal. Um, mm. di- dice rolling, and everybody's got dice. Yeah. Um, we assume everybody's honest. That's well, yes. If, if if I were worried about them, I wouldn't be prepared to play with them. All right. Um, I, I know there are groups where, where this, this is, again, a table thing. They insist on everybody bringing around the table and every die roll being out in the open. But well, I, I, think, I, yeah. think, I find that a, that a hangover from the adversarial style of GMing well, maybe. more than... Well, um, I, well, I do it to prevent me as GM from cheating. Or at least when I decide to fudge the dice, I'm, d- I'm doing it so the players know about it. <laughs> um, I say, no, I'm not going to accept that role. That didn't happen. And I say it, I try to say it openly. Oh, uh, I'm more likely to say, oh, right, it's Fumbly Sunday again. <laughs> oh, dear, I've just killed your character. I'm terribly sorry. No, no, it's it's my NPCs that fumble. Oh, yeah. Espe- yeah oh. Especially the elite troops who have one in, one in several hundred chance of fumbling. Yeah, I know, I know. They, oh, you, can't, you can't get the staff nowadays, you can't. One, uh, one thing I might like to try sometime um, <laughs> to, to do something more than a, a straight video chat, but um, with, without the full complexity of Roll20, um, is Tabletop Simulator, which is a physics engine for board games I've been mm. playing with quite a bit recently. Uh, it, it has some role-playing battle map type functionality to it anyway. I mean, you, you've got figures and basic terrain, and, and obviously you can import 3D models easily enough. Um but the main thing it does well is things like cards and dice. And so you, you, you've got dice in there. Mm. If you want to pass notes, you can. If you want to send messages to an individual, you can do you can do that on a note, that sort of thing. I think it might be interesting to try in a, in a game that required that sort of mm. thing. I do find that uh, people are less, maybe it's just my group, are, are less prepared and um, ready with everything. Um, when you are sitting around a room and there's more fumbling, looking, oh, where is my character? Oh, uh, what can I do this? Um, and, mm. and whereas if you, you're ready, you're sitting there, you've got a character on the table in front of you, then that, uh, then that makes for a, better, for a better preparedness feeling. Mm, perhaps. Um, in, in the Wednesday group, I'm actually quite often juggling a laptop as well as character sheet and dice tray because I'm keeping a log of the session. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it seems to work. I've got used to it. Yeah, but there are definitely things um, that are easier around the table. Um, there are definitely games that are easier uh, or even just possible around the table. Well, I, I know Call of Cthulhu players who regard the game as basically a, a trail from one hang, hand out to the next. Mm. And you can pass them around the room, you can read them out, but it's better if everybody can just have a quick look at them and... Dumble into the middle of the table. Snab, snabble them up when when they say, hang on a minute, didn't wasn't there that thing where... Yeah, that might be a, uh, that might be a point. I don't... I don't know how uh, how much... It's necessary for me to uh, make the the players realise where they are and what's going on and what exactly it is that they're facing. And I don't know it because I only find out when I'm doing it wrong when they get it when they 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 come up with something which isn't actually physically possible or hmm. or isn't just isn't going to happen in the the world as I've imagined it. Um, and for that reason, it's possible that I ought to do more 
as a, a, a to provide them with a sense of being there. I tend to do that with description rather than maps. Yeah, but you don't know where you failed in your description, do you? I don't know where I failed with the map either. Well, um, a map. Yeah, a map. Until they try to do something that. Oh well. Yeah. I mean, has that happened? Because. Um, well, maybe, maybe. Oh, that's a door, is it? Yeah, I can imagine them doing that. Yeah, uh, I thought I thought I was here. Is a is an alarmingly frequent thing is when there, when there's actual figures on the table and actual hex, hexes marked out for them for them to be standing in. Mm. No, no, the other side of the boundary of total annihilation. <laughs> no, don't stand there. That would be bad. Ah. Uh, We've neither of us done very much with the more complicated bits of online gaming. What Have you noticed a difference in quality um, in the narrative, in the, in, the, um, in the interplayer interaction when it's not everybody in the same room but everybody in their own little room with a camera? Well, the f- first thing is that people have to have to learn to shut up and let other people talk, because oh, well, you the, me like that. No, yeah. because the deconfliction is much more difficult over a video link. Yes, um, and if 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 two people are talking at the same time, quite often you can't pick out either of them. Yeah. Whereas face to face, I usually can. Mm. So uh, uh, th- this also applies in in the World War Two game where we've got one player at the end of a video link. If, if a couple of people are talking in the room. Yeah, he, he loses track of what's going on because there's only the one. Uh, yeah, the, the, I think I think I've had some experience where the the uh, the Savage Worlds game is better than average uh, in consideration, mm. but then there's only three of us in the room plus the fourth remote yep. remote player. Um, I uh, I've had people turn up. Uh, remotely to my Wednesday night game, and given that's happening in a great echoey room with another uh, with another group on the far side of it, um, then this was not a good experience. Mm. I think it I th- would depend a lot on the microphones. Yeah, um, and it depended on listening to recordings of um, of what goes on around at, uh, uh, at my big table. I sometimes I, I can I can I can't make out um, even with uh, great care and filtering the the sound what's going on when people talk all at once. There is an issue I think. I can't I can't t- tell which way this plays out, but I'm certain there is a difference between a large number of people scattered around a room and a large number of people seated at the table when it comes to side conversations and lack of focus i praised i praised mm. the uh, around the table for um uh, for focus but on the other hand especially when i'm pushing the numbers above 5 plus me um i uh, th- it is slightly worse for um side conversations mm, i certainly don't find that a problem in the group so I'm, I'm not in any round the table group at the moment unless you count that uh, Savage Worlds game, hmm. uh, which is a bit of a special case. Hmm. Uh, yeah, and the, the last time I played round a table, I, I think was the uh, Dirty Grey Space game when I was running that here. Yeah, because in, in in this room where we're recording, while, while two of us can sit in comfortable chairs, and any more than that, and it starts, it really needs to be round the table. Yeah, 
And it's a nice table. You've got a very nice table there. I envy you mm. your table. It's a good size for playing role-playing games and, and board games. It's big enough and for Firefly. Let me be. It's big enough for Firefly. Yeah, all right, fair enough. And it predates Firefly. <laughs> is there an ideal you would like for the virtual thing? Um, given this is an, uh, uh, an environment we're supposed to be able to create ourselves, what, is, what, are, the, what, what, what are the executions you've done missing um the only thing i really miss from hangouts as it stands at the moment is the ability to to put something up on the screen that isn't my face mm. um, yeah the the older version of the of it could do this though it was a bit unreliable they removed it in the current iteration of the software it it works and one, one can hold up a thing to the screen mm. to give a rough idea but it's not great um, and the backup method is to send a link out yeah that that strikes me as less than ideal you want you want a you want a whiteboard or a blackboard or a, just a or a projector screen um equivalent yeah and the, the, to be fair this is what roll 20 can do as i understand it mm, but... um, my, my experience has been that uh, I'm I'm a reasonably technical software guy, and I found it way more trouble to configure than I wanted to. Particularly since Java was involved, I think it was Java, one of those horrible. I don't even under, I'm not even technically inclined enough to know that Java is involved. I just looked at it, and the first umpteen pages were about uh, doing battle mats, which isn't my first requirement. Mm. And I thought, well, when are you going to tell me how to set up? You know. At, at the very least, uh, I, I gather voice chat is, is very much a later edition, and there are lots of ways of doing voice chat there, many of them very good. I don't really want somebody else's proprietary mm. version. Even TeamSpeak is not terrible now. It's not great, but it's not terrible. You look at me, you say that to me as if I've some, I have actually looked up, up the, the possibilities of this, but I didn't understand any <laughs> of the technical uh, uh, specifications, so I just sort of gave up. Um, I, can, I mean, Roll20's well, got, got the recognition, but I'm not sure it's the... That, that is another advantage of uh, Hangouts. Hmm. You need a modern web browser, a reasonably beefy computer, and a Google account. Hmm. And you don't have to use that Google account for anything else, and indeed I don't. So it, it, the technical barrier to set up is quite low. All right, you need, you need a microphone and camera. Do you think that modern um, game designs... Go too far or too far away from the sitting around the table. Well, I, th- I think, as I say, the, the thing I tend to notice when, when I notice that assumption at all is that it's an assumption that people will be able to pass things to each other. Yeah. And you know, hand a note to this or write write a thing on this card and hand it to somebody else. Mm. Uh, which is great when you can do that, but if if you particularly if it's not, not a core mechanic, you suddenly find in mid-game, hang on a minute, I've got to do this. Mm. And, and that breaks the flow quite apart from anything else. Yeah. Anything with anything more complicated than dice as a resolution mechanic is sort of going to assume you're, you're sitting around a table. Cards. Um... Well, if everybody had their own pack of cards, that would be easy enough. I don't know of a game that does this. Oh, I think, but I, but it's, it's the thing about being able to pass things around and avoid duplicate results and so on that you get automatically with cards at a table. Yeah. Uh, the, the, only, the, the only major game that, that occurs to me... All the major games, if all the major and minor games, uh, seem to use one deck, deck of cards 
Um, uh, Castle Falkenstein does it to uh, con- uh, control the flow of mana into the world in one stage, which I suppose is almost sensible. Well, if you're going to cards in the first place, the, the first thing you get over dice is no duplicates and limited supply of results. Yeah. So you might as well build a game around that. The number of there have been three or four attempts, I think, to do a, a tarot-based game apart from Everway, which was <coughs> that was an imagery-based game. Yeah, well, which arguably a tarot-based should be, but yeah, um, but none of them have been that that impressive to, uh, to me. I think I'm I'm going to say as a maybe it's a sign of my uh, my conservatism in old age. I think I prefer sitting around a table when I can get it. I, as I say, I, I envy you your uh, nice big table. Mine, mine will seat five at a stretch. You're telling me I should start running games here again, aren't you? Apart, apart, that's that's a secondary issue, Roger. Don't divert, <laughs> uh, don't divert, divert matters. But um, I, I can see why people prefer lounging around a living room, mostly because people, more people have got living rooms and not a dining room table than the other way around, I think. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think uh, thinking about places I've I've gamed with physical presence recently, other than at conventions, mm. there hasn't really been an option of table or not. Mm. And at and at conventions there hasn't either. It's just been here is the, here is the table that you've got. Yeah, the it may be that uh, doing it around a table is one of the things that contributes towards the peculiar feeling of convention games. But there's so much else. Uh, to me, it's the background noise. Yeah. Because all the places I've run games, there's been at least one other table in the room. Sometimes it's at a big show like Expo, it's eight. And I just don't even bother to try at Expo anymore. But, well, you know, even somewhere like Stabcom. Um, uh, yeah. Which, which is a, a, small, a, a, the, the, a, a convention in a hotel with relatively small rooms. That that quite something yeah, of a rarity. But, yeah. but most most of those are two or four. And there's one, there's one room with one table. Hmm. And it's... Uh... It's a sh- it's a shame. The the only place I know that where you can add a convention where you can get a room to yourself um, is the uh, Leicester uh, Continuum Convulsion Conspicuous, whatever it is calling itself at the moment. I'll have to get to one of those one of these days. It's, it's fun. Do a LARP. It'll, it'll involve you standing up and improvising, but you'll like that. And that beard will look very good. In, uh, all right, all right. Carry improvising. On. Improvising. Hmm. <laughs> Onward. The law turns up quite a lot in games, in one way and another but often in very simple ways, and I I thought it might be worth looking at how to make it a bit more interesting. Well, um, to start with, there are two two basic storytelling um, uh, aspects to the law. One, when you're trying to avoid its attention, and the other, when you're trying to get its attention. Um, When you're trying to avoid it, you you don't want them to to ask that particular question. You don't want them to to turn out and have a look at what you've got in your basement. And when you want its attention, then you're trying to get it to resolve your problems, to do things for, for, to do its damn job. 
Yeah, as a negative element, it seems to me that a lot of the time it's it's for getting player characters into trouble. Because yes, in, yes, in a variety of settings, Sorry, yes. um, what PCs do tends to come down to a certain amount of um, not not officially authorized um, thieving and murdering. Well, often. Yeah, yeah, of course. From, e- often e- from the best possible motives. Oh yes, yes. But even if they have some sort of official sanction and can consider a group of spies who certainly don't want to deal with the local brackets enemy country yeah. police, uh, even if they're operating in their own country, they probably don't want to deal with the local police because it will be a lot of faff getting them to make the right phone call to the right person and get themselves bailed out. Yeah. So it, it, it's an obstacle in that sense. Uh, you know, don't don't do which, which I classify as don't do fun stuff, mm-hmm. or rather the law is saying don't do fun stuff. So you have to be clever about it. Don't be obvious about doing the fun stuff, or we'll have to fill out forms. Uh, it's also close to this, I think. Uh, the, as a motivator, you you are in trouble because of that thing you did. Yeah. So the king wants you to go down this dungeon. Yeah. Um. If if you if. Unless you do this night, do this dangerous thing for us, uh, we are going to um, investigate your tax affairs. That's always a good one. <laughs> we're or we're we're going to reopen the case we said we weren't going to prosecute. And just what did happen to your seventeenth to twenty third ex wives brackets inclusive? Mm. We have these wonderful new forensic tests, which might just might uh, mean that the case has become open again. Wouldn't that be terrible? Yeah, yeah. It's a function of a function of government to blackmail people into doing things. On the other hand, if if the law is effective, um, and th- this comes back to the the pulp roots of role playing. Um, yeah. If it's effective, then then there isn't a job for the player characters to do. Uh, one of the classic arguments yeah. in Inspector Lestrade justifies the existence of Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, but if if the if the Call of Cthulhu party can just say. Look, something, some, there's something really horrible in in that cellar. It, 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 it's growling at us and it, and it bit Daisy's arm off. Mm. Then, yep, there there is an animal control department. I think I think canonically, it's Section P of the Naval Intelligence Department in, in America. <laughs> um, but 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 your but your player characters do not have their phone number. There is a, a way I found out to to get round this, which was. Basically, the PCs are uniquely qualified to deal with the monsters for some reason. Yeah, that was your nineteen thirties. Yeah, they they can see them. Nobody else all can. Girls campaign. You yeah. you you say you send in a normal policemen, and they will come back as chunky policemen kibble. At which point, people are unhappy. Well, are we, possibly uh, including you, if you have any sense of. Yeah. Well, it, well, at which point this is the unreasonable thing. If um. At which point the uh, the authorities uh, take start taking it very very seriously, and as long as you are nowhere near the the kibble manu- manufacturing process, um, you are you are roped in as uh, as experts. the The problem that, the, the own, problem yeah. the player characters should have is they send in the policeman and the policeman come back and say there was nothing there but a pair of nice little old ladies knitting. Um, we do not know know what you are talking about. Uh, they, they made very nice cakes. Yeah, move along, move along. I, I think we should have them as our next chief constable. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that that's another thing. Um, they, they, 
your typical policeman in an even vaguely realistic uh, campaign is probably not 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 as resistant to mind control, uh, psychic or drug based, as your typical PC who cares about these things. Well, if they, yeah. Um, so there's there's a third case which I forgot to mention in in, in the in, at, at the start, which is in which you are the law. And the enforcement of it, and um, and the making of justice is part of the the point of the of uh, the exercise. The only the only settings, uh, role playing settings, where I can think of where actually making new law is is a regular part of the point is dogs in the vineyard, where you are going out and discovering what the testament really meant hmm. um, on any number of issues. And given that nobody has a copy of the Testament, it's all being made up as we go along. That's really quite stressful. I found the one time I tried to play it. Um, and the other one is um, a putative um, Ask Magica Quisitor um, campaign, which you are not only the investigator, but also the expert in the law, um, which I think could be quite fun. Um, uh, it would probably annoy any lawyers if I ever played it with them. Heh. Well, um, uh, a mutual friend of ours uh, likes building legal systems for fantasy worlds, mm-hmm. considering that those, those awkward edge cases of you know, can can we just say that once someone once it's two hundred years since someone's registered date of birth, we can regard them as legally dead because it will make many things much simpler, even if they are there claiming they're not. You do you remember Graydon Saunders' uh, March North? Yes. Um, you will recall that the that the independent sorcerer Holt. Uh, enters her date of birth as uh, further the memory of man runneth not to the contrary. <laughs> Your mere mortal numbering system cannot uh, represent it correctly. I exist on five different planes. Which one would you like the birthday of? The, yeah, I, I've certainly been involved in campaigns, or mostly running them, where the PCs have in effect, become the subject matter experts. Hmm. Um, th- this is the thing that we, a while back we were saying, that this is the generic Roger campaign. Hmm. Um, there, There is something weird going on, and it, to some extent this is, this is newly effective. PCs yeah. are among the few people who know about it. And the players I have generally feel that be, being on, on the side of the establishment hmm. and obviously... Pointing the establishment in the right direction yeah. is, is is a pleasant way to go about that. Well, I I found that uh, with the uh, with the Royal Navy in space game, uh, my character was the one who who was trying to get the law to respond. The Admiralty was a long way away, um, and we were right, right at the front. And I kept on send, sending out messages saying, "Look, I think somebody out there ought to be worried about this." <laughs> oh, I'm terribly sorry, but there are cosmological implications here. <laughs> Could we please get somebody more competent than us to have a look at this, please? Well, we che- we checked our pers- personnel records for for people with uh, experience of of this, this sort of phenomena, and it turns out you're already it. Congratulations! Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> yeah, the I don't think I've I've come across my third case. Um, but I, but I'm certain uh, there are storytelling uh, possibilities in it. Uh, the, well, to, there, there is GURPS cops. Uh, people, is. people have run police campaigns. I, oh, no, I no, haven't no, done one no, of these. My third case. Oh, well, hang on. 
What I was talking about was the one we haven't talked about yet, which is getting the law to do something for you. Mm. Um, the uh, uh, the uh, local oppressor, whether you know uh, Lex Luthor or the sheriff of Nottingham, is taking away your uh, your family's holding, and you need to get the 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 law on your side. Or um, well, I think we're we're back to the pulp roots here. The, the default resolution mechanism tends to be punching somebody in the face. Yeah, that's that's that that's not the legal approach. Here. Well, yes. But that, that's the thing that, that it, this gets away from where also it's ineffective th- from from the default assumption of role playing, and and therefore takes more work, and it gets interesting. Well, yeah, but find the facts, figure out what the facts are, figure out what would prove that Lex Luthor is a baddie and doesn't deserve to be president ever. Um, I'm, I'm just one. remembering the time I played Slay Industries. Um, th- th- this was an investigative scenario that we were in. Yeah. Um, and we had information suggesting that yes, this person was indeed guilty of, of, the, of, the, of the various nastinesses, mm. but not such information as would stand up to the local system of justice. However, we had a lot of skills and equipment that were well suited for fabricating evidence. That's a terrible suggestion to make. <laughs> and just the sort of thing my sort of player character would go all wibbly about. And say, no, no, you can't do that. It's the only way we're going to get him. And after that, well, obviously, we, we set up in business as investigators. That's, 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 yeah. That's ter- that's just the sort of thing that would cause my char- character to be, um, to betray the party, actually, very likely. But But as dysfunctional societies go, that one is pretty high on the scale. And that, again, looking at the classic fantasy... It's not really a functioning society in many respects. Um, it, True. The the bits, the more civilized bits of it that, that players occasionally interact with, maybe. Mm. Yeah, you know, there, there is a city watch. But uh, but the, somewhere, the, some there has to be a great wrong somewhere for the players to be heroes against. And conventionally, it's the the howling chaos out out beyond the edge of civilization. Yeah. yeah well. 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 In in the pulp sense, it's the howling chaos. At the, at the core of civilization, which everybody pretends not to notice. Well, that, that's... <sighs> it's there, but I don't think it's been a, a core thing in role-playing to the same extent as... No, it's, well, no, it's not, not, in role, not in role-playing, but in in, um, in pulp detective fiction, heck, heck yes. Yeah, I, I do think that's a better model. Mm. Uh, if, if we're sticking with pulps, and why not, because they're fun. Mm. Um yeah, that 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 is an answer to the problem. Why won't the law help? Because the law has been bought. Yeah, unfortunately, this does tend towards well, either d- depression. Forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown, or um, or towards uh, um, a breaking. Uh, <coughs> what, was it, what was it called? Michael Jackson falling down. You 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 decide you haven't you've had enough, and you're going to go go and find. A, uh, um, a solution which involves shotguns and killing people, which makes your players outlaws if they don't cover it up properly. Yeah, I've seen. Is that if 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 you are proved to have broken and killed somebody for some obscure reason, your future life is not that of an adventurer. I have come across narratives which 
essentially tried tried to resolve a everything is corrupt sort of setting by saying, right, well, we get this guy elected mayor and he will make things right. Hmm. And you can just about get away with that in a story that doesn't have a sequel. But True. in but in the default open ended role playing setting, yeah. that that's trickier. Well, the, the, I, um, I think I think I think that getting the guy elected mayor is the end of the first season. Yeah, I, I could see, for example, a oh, let, let, let's take your uh, fantasy city setting. Yeah, and everybody knows the the city watches corruption in the pockets of the bigwigs and so on. So, um, the climactic events of the first season are essentially getting the city watch thrown out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rooted out top to bottom. Everybody's taking money. Everybody needs to go. Now we need a city watch. You guys seem tough, and and on the side of justice and stuff like that. Actually, I, th- I think I think something more like Gotham would be my approach. Yes, the city watch is corrupt, um, but there are one or two good people in there. Maybe some people who could be, who could be better than they actually are being. Mm. Um, but. I, I I suspect I haven't watched Gotham that much. I watched the first season, but I didn't, didn't really enjoy it much after that. Um, I think I I I think I think in the mythology of Gotham, the city is um, magically um, corrupt, as something twisted at the root. Mm. I think I think is the, the well, it would, would explain thing. all the weird costume villains, I suppose. Yeah, and, and the fact most of the people appear to be barking bloody mad. <laughs> I mean, just 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 the average citizen is slightly disturbed. But the, but but you rise to power and you start becoming decidedly eccentric. <laughs> um, I I think what uh, what, yeah, that, what that, that does a, seem to me as if as if it would be us against the world. Yeah, which I I find difficult to regard as long term sustainable. It's not. It it's it's heroic. Um, well, as you, as you were saying, but about, it leads to death. Um, Blades in the dark. Yeah. The well, quite well, quite. There has to be hope. Is if there is no hope, um, not even false hope, uh, then I don't think it's really sustainable as a role-playing experience. The the players' actions must have meaning, and if their meaning is only to give further degradation, who the hell wants to spend your leisure time doing that? Well, we already have Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> yeah, but that's well, the, no. The point of Call of Cthulhu is is explicitly false hope. Hmm. But it is also, we have made a difference. You know, yeah, yes, the world is still doomed. There's, there's no way to fix that. But we, we have made sure it's not going to happen at this conjunction. We've, we've made sure this particular cult isn't, isn't going to destroy New York. I'm not quite sure. The, the thing is, if you contemplate the eventual fact, the fact that the sun is going to go out eventually, let alone your own personal mortality, there, there's always a reason to feel... Uh, depressed, but uh, but Call of Cthulhu. Some days, I uh, it's it's only the immediacy of it that makes it wor- worse than the world, real world. <laughs> it's only it's only because it's it's, go- it's going to interfere with your retirement plans. Um, the, uh, uh, that uh, the world is going to end that make that makes the big difference. You know, if you, if you can be sure that uh, that it's not going to go out. Sun's not going to go out until after you 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 popped along to the crematorium. Then then why worry? You know. Let's face it. The the retirement plan is a typical Call of Cthulhu character who lives that long, mostly involves sitting in a nice soft room, going jibber. Yeah. And getting your food brought to you. That's no. That's not. Uh... Yeah. No, no, yeah. 
uh, catering and 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 the and so somebody to remind you when it's time to go to go to the toilet. It, it, it seems much like that happens to many people in the real world. So I, th- I th- yeah, that that suggests that if if there is an overall thing, yeah, I think you can you can maintain an overall um, bad stuff and and local good fixes. And Call of Cthulhu is deliberately quite quite hard on its characters to the extent that you don't you don't really have a long term. We fixed this, then we fixed that, then we fixed the other thing. It's, it's not, now, it's not the, the thing is, there's never and now we can relax. It's not usual. It's not the usual style of play. No, quite. Um, yeah, I, I I could see the 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 City Watch campaign turning into you. Know, season two is there are a bunch of people who've, who've been ignoring slash paying off the watch. Now we deal with them. Hmm. Um, through a combination of political manipulation and punching them in the face, I, I suspect. Well, I think I think the the interesting thing is that you have to use the law as it is at that stage. You can't, you haven't got the influence to say, well, uh, could we possibly revise the uh, the caution or anything like that. You've got to, um, you don't, you don't have the the clout to revise what you're working with. But if you've got one honest judge and you can get evidence, then maybe you can make a difference. Though the ability yeah, of the other that, side to pay better lawyers uh, uh, is... Uh, well, is that, that's fine. It's not easy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, I, I think one could build up from that and say, yeah, we, we're chipping away a little bit at a time. And yeah. Yeah, now we make it possible to be, to be an honest local boss. Yeah. And okay, a lot of them aren't, but 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 it means that if we now get someone who is, he can survive as that rather than being completely swapped immediately, and, yeah. and so on. I I think there's potential there. It it would need more in in terms of societal mechanics than most games offer. Yeah, it would need uh, it would need to judge from modern um, from modern politics um, a me- a mechanic for uh, even the best um, politician. Making a piece ask themselves, or having something in their background, or something just going wrong in public relations, if nothing else. But that might be a, a, a whack a mole and chasing problems type, type setup that I really wouldn't want to live with. Well, trying try, try to avoid specific examples, it, it does seem to me that there is a consistent pattern that when, when a politician becomes Home Secretary, they immediately get several steps more authoritarian than they were before. Well, now this may just be that they get the chance to indulge it, and they didn't. They didn't want to let it out because no idiot would have, would have let them do yeah. it if they if they thought that. But it's happened a lot, and it's happened across multiple parties. Well, it's a is there a briefing sure. document? Does it have tentacles? Yeah, um, is your soul ritually consumed before it be, before you get your red box or? Actually, maybe something comes out of the red box and eats you. Uh, yeah, I think it's just the fact that that's what the job is. It's be it's it's yes, but that doesn't make for an interesting story. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, the, I mean, c- consider the, the 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 position of an occult secret service that that is connected to the Home Office, which is not a, not any more implausible than some of the other connections these things yeah. have. I usually put it in the Department of Health, but yeah. And you know, he, he, here is a um, here here is the the boss, and and they, they cause trouble because they they are a politician, 
and uh, eventually that that boss moves on and we get another one of they're saying many of the same things the old boss said and hmm. <laughs> in the same phrases yes the spirit is the spirit of uh, it's the genius um of of the of the of the job um genius officio Ah, yeah, there, there's a there, there's a small vase in one corner of the Home Secretary's <laughs> office, and what they don't know is what's living in the small vase, and pops out and has whispers in his ear. Oh dear, that's very depressing and entirely likely to be true. It, it, the from, yeah, one can I think learn usefully from conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theories want simple answers to complicated questions. Mm-hmm. Why, why do all these things seem to be going, going badly? Because they are out to get me. Yeah. Or because they are out to throw, overthrow common decency or whatever. It's a simple answer. It, it, it leads all too often to racism and paranoia. Yeah. Uh, especially racism for some reason. Uh, because they... Well, all right, go well, on. Well, it, it's much more the racist agenda than the homosexual agenda, very often. It, <sighs> it, it's weird. I don't think we do the homosexual agenda... Uh, uh, over here, um, I don't think we believe in the homin turn. I think too too many of us know enough gay people to think no, they're just as messed up as the rest of us, really. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay, hang on, hang on, backtrack, backtrack, backtrack. Um, yeah, the the law is a true embodiment of everything that's excellent. It hath no kind of fault nor flaw, and I, my lads, embody the law. I think it would Judge Dread be fun as a, a role playing game. It has been a role playing game. Yeah, I think but, twice. Yeah, but what would it be fun to be uh, to be a judge? Well, I I, I got it. Got, got I, I would start off by pointing out that, as far as I can see, the vast majority of people who are fans of the thing don't realise that it, that the whole thing is meant to be parody. Hmm. Yeah, that he's not meant to be a good guy. Uh, yeah, he 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 is not the Batman. He is he is not he is not the one good man. In, yeah, it's, he's the guy who keeps saving the city, but that doesn't make him a good guy. And yeah. it's not a good city either. But yeah, I I can tell, tell you an example in which it would be fun, but only because of the exoticism, and that's Judge D in the um, in, in China. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Partly that's because of the exoticism, and partly it's because the judge is an investigator as well, and um, that's not a thing. Uh, that's not a combination of. Um, well, you get that in, in, in the Code Napoleonic. Yes, that's to true. Some extent, I, I think one one thing I got from those books is that having a different set of rules doesn't alter the basic problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, you can, and indeed are required to torture confessions out of out of people, mm-hmm. but they're still just going to say whatever they think you want to hear, just just as they do without the torture. Yeah, it it doesn't help, and you you do need a confession from the guilty party, but there, there are there are ways of setting things up once you have the evidence, so, so that yes, he he realizes that that he can't get away with it, and he will confess because not confessing will leave leave him in limbo that's even worse. Mm-hmm. Well, well, those those stories do transpose the assumptions of uh, of nineteen thirties um, detective stories too. Well, yeah, yeah, but but I think they're a useful example of how one can do that. Yeah. Um, but 
the trouble is that I've never seen a panel of judges as a set of player characters. I could see writing a fantasy setting where that works. I have dim recollections of individual scenarios within a larger campaign which take the form look you guys are tough we've we've got this situation we need an outsider to judge because we're all villagers and we all know each other and we we all have we've all taken sides basically yeah i think so so i think that that could be used in in in, again you you need a dysfunctional society but but i think that could be a thing that could be dropped into an otherwise non-judge based campaign well, yeah, again, uh, if you want a dysfunctional society, look at the Order of Hermes in Ars Magica, where everybody gets a vote, and the law is what the, the local tribunal says it is, hmm. um, except, you know, every know, seven squared years, there's going to be a grand tribunal, and, um, and maybe they'll get around to it, uh, looking at your case this time. That's that's the but, but look look at these multicolored woodlice I've produced. They're much more interesting. Uh, yes, I have a I have a means. I have a means of, uh, of te- teaching woodlice to sing. Would you be interested in a joint project? Ah, <laughs> oh, maybe the woodlice will sing. What haven't we done about the law? The law's sheer tedium. Well, so, sometimes it it is simply blatantly wrong. Yeah, as far as the PCs are concerned. And this, this is the thing that we, we mentioned in passing last time. Um, occupied Europe during the Second World War. Yeah. Well, that's not so much the law as the as the political authority behind it. The yeah, but but if you if you've got somebody who who's who is, yeah, you don't want to be arrested by the local police. No, a fairly true. basic and common goal. You really you may well myself. find that you 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 get arrested for doing things which to you seem quite innocent. Mm. Yeah, it is depressing to uh, to know that um, there are lots of things out there that almost anybody could be ar- arrested for. It, it's a story I'd, I'd like to explore, though I don't think it would work well in a game necessarily. Uh, of you know, right? Well, you know, the, the the invaders have come and they are saying everything's going to be better, and they've given us all these new laws, and they've given us people. Some somebody is now running the town, mm-hmm. who's one of them. And then it gradually becomes clear, though historically it was pretty bloody obvious, um, yeah. that, no, they're not friendly. They, they are simply here to loot. Uh, they are taking everything that's not nailed down and, and sending out the claw hammers. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that transition of, I am just trying to keep my head down, to I am a resistance fighter. Yeah. Yeah, that... <sighs> The trouble is there are so many ambiguities in that sort of moral ambiguities in that sort of setup. Resistance fighters traditionally make their make make their money uh, by extortion and other unpleasant means mm-hmm. uh, when they can't get it from uh, voluntarily. They will steal um, and and it's very hard to deny you're a collaborator when your throat's cut. True. Um, and they and they enforce justice of uh, of a very rough kind because um, basically if the if the person accuses uh, can identify the person passing judgment on them, yeah, you don't want to be in front of that court. It's going to presume guilty, in no matter what the proof is, um, and and it and, and it will be a constant 
um, test of courage and of, of what principles you have left um, being part of that sort of thing. And that's before you have the competing groups funded by different outside agencies. Oh, yes. Poor, poor Greece. They're, 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 they're all girls. The communists are all girls and wear trench coats and live in the forest. That, that, that's, that's, um, sorry, that's, um, allo, allo. But yeah, the, and, and the groups, uh, and the groups will occasionally, uh, betray each other, uh, other to, uh, to the authorities. Maybe this is just my, uh, miserable and cowardly nature that was making me, uh, view this as well, a. Th- throwing, a throwing into character with a strong moral code into a situation like that may well be fatal to them, but, it, but if it's not, it'll be interesting. True. Because you can't, you can't afford to, you can't afford your moral moral quibbles in that sort of situation. Yes, but if you give them up, what's the point? Yeah, that's the conflict. Well, yeah, but as I as I say, you can't find a lever big enough to alter the world the way you want it altered. Um, all you can do is make a contribution, and your contribution may have to be with very dirty hands. Yeah, I can see people who would enjoy it, but I'm not sure it would be me. <laughs> I, I'm not sure how well it would work as a as a game as opposed to a story. Mm. Well, what I want... Uh, this is why I want there to be one honest judge, one honest um, police inspector, some some hope of, of moving away from, from the current degradation. Um, but... Oh, why, why, why not wallow in the cliché? You, you've got to persuade the judge to come out of retirement. I don't do that anymore. There's no point. <sighs> no, and, well, you've got to, uh, you've got to uh, persuade the judge to put on his robes and go out of his room and take this case. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah. But actually, you find, uh, that's, that's one of the things that uh, uh, that's normally assigned by chance. You, you end up with the judge you end up with. Except, of course, we're talking about a corrupt um, city. Uh, go, going by American police shows, <coughs> the, the usual thing seems to be, here, here is a friendly judge who will get us a warrant, which will get us the undeniable evidence. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how that works in England. Not the same way I'm willing, willing to bet. Not at all. <laughs> it Basically, it, it's much more like a random assignment. Mm. What haven't we covered? Complicated baroque legal systems that get into trouble simply for not knowing them. Yeah, yeah, Jandice versus Jandice, the role-playing game. But it seems seems to be a thing people feel about Amber of the Petal Throne, but I, you know, I haven't played it. So, um, yeah, I, I get the feeling, I get the impression that Professor Parker was making a lot of that up as he went along. Say it ain't so. Um, the, uh, but um, I don't, I don't think he had a vision of how, how the law law worked, except that bribery was pretty much what what uh, was expected. I was reading a history of my college um, at university uh, recently, and it notes that uh, a, a gift of £50 to this bishop and uh, that uh, that uh, 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 king's official, and, uh, and another one to, uh, to the king himself, would move things along quite wonderfully. Mm. So not that far away. The yeah the uh, the the I I would would most players 
if dropped into a society and discovering that bribery just to get things processed um, is uh, is required, um, would they react badly? Probably. I, I know a guy who married a Ukrainian lady um, and it was one of the things that was most shocking to her moving to England that all of a sudden you didn't have to bribe everybody to do everything. Hmm. You know, planning permission. You just apply and it would happen and you didn't have to include a bunch of currency with it. I have heard, I have heard things about... Um... I have heard allegations about uh, about planning permission on a on a commercial scale that um, yeah, but the, the, this is your basic domestic stuff. Yeah, a- everything, every little interaction with local government for an individual would be accompanied by a bribe. Was 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 the way she put it. Mm. Uh, so. But but as far as player characters are concerned, they generally have more disposable money than mm. than normal people. I just pick I just picked this up. Um, uh, Oh, this this little thing I found it in a dungeon. Would you like it? Mm. I'm not sure what it does, but it's definitely enchanted. Well, which is, I suppose, an effective way of uh, taxing player characters because they they will end up with a, with a little um, aura of officialdom's favour. Yeah, and less actual money. <laughs> Ask him; he can get things done. Yeah, and then you start taking bribes yourself. Uh, when people say, could you help me with my uh, planning application, please? <laughs> I know just the chap uh, chap uh, who can deal with it, but it'll cost you. The foundation's got orcs. Mm. Well, oh, that's how, that, aren't they? Uh, okay. Yeah, the, 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 the looking for, I can see one adventure, maybe, looking for the one piece of evidence or documentation or something that will crack open the... the incredibly slow-moving case, actually finding the will in Jarndyce versus Jarndyce, you know, that that sort of thing. But it's not a thing you ought to be doing every week. No, quite. Yeah. It's, not, it's not a long-term basis. It's like the, the bureaucracy adventures in Traveller, or Paranoia for that matter. They're, they're fun, they tend to be parody, but you can't do it on a repeated basis. Mm. Um, except the Paranoia sort of requires you to. Um, but it should be a fairly light, you've seen this before, um, sort of thing, after the first couple of times. I think, yeah, if, if you're dealing with criminal cases every week, either you're professionals, hmm. or you're profoundly unlucky and probably secretly the murderer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the game in which you are Dexter and um, and you, you get away with uh, being a serial killer week after week after week. Yeah, yeah, it's not a team game, is it? It well, I, I didn't get on with the series, but um, I could see it potentially working, but it would be tricky. You'd, you'd need the right players at the very least. Hmm. The, the the society. Well, it would be a very grim horror game if you were a, a society of anthropophages uh, try, who go around uh, uh, finding unpleasant people, killing killing them, and cooking them. The meanwhile, getting into positions of authority to cover up your your, your and your friends. Uh... Yeah, yes, and yeah, that would be becoming you know the crusading uh, publisher of the local newspaper or the mayor or something like that. It would make a really very grim um, <laughs> unknown armies game. Um, somebody well, out in there... unknown armies surely it would be a quest for human perfection. You you absorb everybody else's intelligence and abilities, skills when you oh. consume them. Yes, that, 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 I, I, I believe there's um, an NPC f- a faction like that. 
I can't imagine any anybody actually wanting to play that as you know for protagonists. Let's not say heroes. <laughs> but but I, I think I think you'd feel better if you were, if you were eating healthy but evil people. Um, <laughs> ah, but does that make, uh, there does, does that that make needs, you more evil? Uh, well, it's, it's like eating that dangerous sort of sushi. You have to be very careful to slice <laughs> the right bits out. Um, yeah, there are some people who need killing, and there are some people who need killing and eating. <laughs> oh dear, that is not legal advice. Please do not take any of the any of the things we have said here as legal advice in the slightest. But onward. another episode of Improvised Radio Theatre with Dice with um, legal advice for all. If you want to tell us about your fantasy uh, uh, legal uh, system, and we would actually be interesting, I think, then you can contact us via uh, leave a message on the forum or email podcast at tekeli.ly And we'll be back next time when spring will sprung even more than it has sprung just now. <laughs> <laughs>